It's time to ride, I pull out from the scene real fast It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky It's time to ride, ride. Pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag, I promise to God This for the homies, put that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky Shit. I'm just kidding. It's been so long. It, it, every time we do a podcast episode and we come back, it seems like so much shit's happened. And it largely has to do with the longer the time that you're out, let alone depending on what it is that you're covering, what you're talking about and shit like that. I mean, obviously, combat sports and the world of combat sports and all that shit. Um Hella shit happens. You're missing so much shit. But we got so much fucking shit to talk about on today's show. So, like I said, um, check out our last episode, our most recent episode. Uh, the last time we were on, we were we were uh, haven't been back since uh, October seventh. Damn, October is nearly already almost over, dude. So it's been a little bit over two weeks. So. It's been two weeks in one day, so two full weeks. So like 15 days 
since we did our last show. Holy shit, man. Feels like forever. 15 days. But let me tell you one thing. I didn't go without not thinking about it, man. I uh, had some of the notes written uh, previously, but, you know, I probably did my notes for this episode three times because I felt a lot of pressure for this episode. I was very excited for this particular episode. I don't know why. There's a lot to talk about, though. A lot of breaking news. So much shit has happened. So many updates. So many different things to give and provide for you guys. But before we begin, as always... We are available everywhere you get your shows, exclusively on Spotify Podcasts, exclusively on Apple. We're available on iHeartRadio as well. Um, do click the link. Um, like I said, if you have Instagram, be sure to follow my Instagram as well, uh, gtheking underscore official. Um, we have updated our link tree. So those who don't know what link tree is, you click the link, you have access to all of my social media meaning you could follow it there's an entire list you just go to my account on instagram scroll scroll on over to my account all right here we go we're gonna do it in real time and it has everything from top to bottom of everything from the podcast social media accounts to my apple music playlist and um snapchat twitter and all of the above ladies and gentlemen but uh holy fuck there's a lot to talk about on today's show um first things first we went and oh my goodness you guys this is this is like one of the funniest craziest short stories that we're going to say here on the show so um you know, everybody has like New Year's resolutions and shit. Everybody has like little goals and stuff, that little mini goals that they try to do and implement and shit like that. So mind you, um, I got a check, right? Or well, I got paid in a check form. So I cashed it. I don't have I didn't have direct deposit or I didn't get this money sent to me and stuff. But I cashed my check the other day. I went to the fucking bank, right? And um my account was overdrawn because of uh of me not having money in there not that i didn't have the money i had the money it just wasn't in the bank and i was too fucking lazy man i, I mean let me tell you this this last couple of weeks it's been crazy it's been long it's been hectic and it's been crazy man i mean not too crazy not like overly crazy or anything like that's out of being able to be handled and stuff it's just real, real hectic and stuff. But speaking of hectic, also, we're not going to talk about that. We're, we're going to talk about, um, let me, oh, I was going to say, so one of the biggest things I've always uh, kind of tried to do over the years and stuff, it's failed miserably a bunch of times, but saving money, dude, like saving money, not buying things. And I feel like these last few months and shit, like, dude, it's been so bad. I spent and bought so much stuff. My freaking phone bill is absolutely freaking crazy because of the the iPad. And, you know, um, I got like a fucking late fee or some shit like that because, dude, those bills were fucking gigantic. And at the time, I was just like, uh, dude, I'm not fucking paying that much fucking money. I was just pissed off and stuff. And, you know, but you got to pay your bills and stuff like that. But I paid all that stuff and whatnot. But, dude... Let me tell you, I don't know how it went from talking about the weed shop to this, but meaning I literally 
went way over my anticipated budget. I didn't even want to go to the weed shop originally. The bank, uh, my bank is literally around the corner from the weed shop. So and and the bank that I go to, I don't go to any other banks. Like meaning, I don't go to any other branches or different locations and shit. So it's kind of a struggle. I didn't have my pen. My last uh, cartridge broke. Well, I threw it, and I guess you know, I was pretty pissed off. That's how that's how you kind of know that it was a shitty day. So if you throw in your freaking cartridge, dude. Uh, yeah, but I went end up spending quadruple the amount that I was even going to spend. I was just going to go. I mean, I don't know. I was going to go in and probably get like one full gram, one cartridge, and just a, just a one gram of the cartridge of the plug and play engine a new battery and i ended up getting three freaking full grams instead of one and let alone another freaking pen um a select pen or something like that but the guy gave me a deal though i mean i always get good deals when i go into that that shop and we we talk about it a lot here man um i always get good deals so i pretty much paid like 150 for for all of the items i mean um the plug and place the cartridges are like 60 bucks, 50 bucks a piece. So three of them would be 150. I got three of those, a pen, um, and another select pen with another gram. I think it's a gram or so like that. But dude, when you go a long ass fucking time without smoking these things, they give you a little uh, uncomfortable head. Like, you know, what? The, what's the feeling? Uh, like my head was fucking hurting, man. I feel like I needed to lay down. But maybe it was just a while since I uh, since I had uh, tried it, or maybe it was just in my head, or maybe I just was really fucking high. Who knows, man? It's been a long. It was it was a long day before that, but then, you know, I've been drinking a lot more water. Definitely been staying a lot more hard, hydrated and stuff. That was one of the things. But yeah, man, I spent quadruple the amount. I was gonna go and probably just pay like mm, forty plus like sixty, probably like a wait, forty plus sixty, like a hundred something, or just I mean. 60 plus 40 i mean i don't know it's gonna be in the hundreds it wasn't gonna be uh it would have been a little less than probably what i would have paid but dude it's like yeah i've been really trying not to uh spend on unnecessary purchases and stuff meaning like if you have fucking food at home just because you're tired or lazy doesn't mean you make a or you order doordash like i would order doordash a lot or I would just buy shit I didn't need, man. But, you know, I, I've been trying real hard. I've been trying really hard not, not to just to only really get the things that that I needed. And, uh, damn, I just blew. Like, I blew through that that freaking um, stuff. So, what flavors did we get here? Okay, so we got Blue Dream. We got this. The Select Cartridge is like watermelon flavored. It's all right. It looks like one of those Black Views pits. And then I got another two flavor, Melon Dew and uh, Train Rack. I think we've talked about some of these flavors, but yeah, there's really no other new flavors that I bring to the show and stuff. But dude, we got weed. We I, I uh, also over the little vacation from the podcast uh, was trimming, trimming the homemade uh, marijuana plants or the homegrown marijuana plants here. And let me tell you, dude, I never thought that it, I would be that passionate about fucking trimming but when my cousin showed me how to trim properly and i looked and i smelled the bud i was like oh my god it smells really good and 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's my first, it was my first time trimming. I mean, I trimmed for like probably about six hours or so altogether. But yeah, man, I've just been trimming, sleeping a lot more and uh, relaxing. You know, we've kind of been like on a like, not a vacation, but just have too hectic of a schedule. And it's crazy because we're nine minutes in, ladies and gentlemen. And do we even say the date today? We, we said that October is going by fast. But, yeah, so this is a Saturday. Uh, is it Saturday? Yeah, Saturday, uh, October um, 22nd. All right, so it's October 22nd. Um, this is like the 6 a.m. podcast. We're, we've been live for 10 minutes, and the main motivation of this podcast hasn't even been talked about. But ladies and gentlemen, like I said, as a reminder, as if you don't know, now you do. I mean, if, you, if you've paid attention, if you've looked at my social media, if you've paid attention just in general, you've been following it. Um, my fight is... A little less than three weeks away, my first ever fight, the most anticipated, the most exciting, one of the most exciting uh, MMA debuts of all time, let alone it being at almost the end of the year in 2022, this wild ass, crazy, freaking unpredictable year that it's been this whole year, 2022. Alas, ladies and gentlemen, we are returning. I am here. I'm, I'm, I've arrived. I'm ready to uh, compete. I'm ready to fight, man. I'm, I'm really, I'm ready to go. It's exciting. Um, at long last, dude. At long fucking last. But it, it, you know, we still got a little bit under, um, you know, a little bit over, uh, you know, under three weeks and stuff. Um, I'm excited, man. I, I can tell you. I mean, I'm excited. Um, I, you know, I was, I was sitting down doing some thinking about, man. I was like, am I going to be nervous at all? You know, I know I get, like, nervous in crowds. Not crowds and shit like that. Like, I just don't like being around a large amount of fucking people all in, all boxed in and shit like that. Like, claustrophobic and shit. But I was thinking about that, man. And I was like, no, nah, dude. That's, like, the more thinking you do about it, the, the, the like, more, not complicated it's going to get. It's just, like, more thinking for you. But, like, it's like when I go and I do it. It's so much easier. So I mean, I'm excited. I feel good. I feel, um, you know, motivated. You know, I feel more than prepared. Uh, you know, it was kind of it. It was a crazy story, man. I can't. I don't know if I should uh, say the tell the entire story on this, but you know, the whole entire schedule and stuff. And then when I first um, had these fights lined up, or not lined up, and I kind of penciled myself in calling people out, calling the two fighters that I called out and, you know, formally asking the, the promotion about if they had a heavyweight division because, you know, that's the ideal weight class for me going into the sport. I mean, I'm not too late into the sport. I'm not, I'm coming in right at the right time and I'm excited. I'm not even coming into the sport. I'm, I'm, resuming my career my long-awaited career my career that you know I've, I've just in general man i've just been in this sport as long as i've been in this sport for and just that long last being able to fight and I'm gonna be in front of a, a nice crowd um details to follow a lot of people have been asking our fan our fan our friends family everyone 
How do I watch this fight? How do I watch your fight? Gabe, how do I watch your fight? You'll know when I know for the first one. Because, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we return on... Uh, my fight is on November 12th. And, if you know, didn't know, also... Drum roll. Get a drum roll, please. We need a drum roll, please, real quick. Um, Making a quick turnaround. And we will be returning... I'm making a quick turnaround and also making my Rise Fighting Championship debut on their December 3rd show. Regardless, November 12th, I'm going to fight. Um, and, you know, it'll, it'll be a good show. I mean, it could be a good show. I'm going to get a lot of celebrities there. Um, did you guys know that is Aliyah Alyssa Magan? Is that her name? What the fuck is her name? Alyssa Magan? Megan? Let me see. I, I just followed her earlier, man. But she is fucking hot, dude. Oh, my God. Hey, Alyssa? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But, dude, she's going to be at the fight. Michael's telling me, the promoter, who was telling me all about the um, who's going to be there and shit like that. And... You know, like the last time we talked or something, we talked about like the eye vision and stuff. I have yet still to get that. I'm going to get it. I think uh, I read it wrong. I have to get it over there. Or if not, I'm going to still obviously a little bit more than enough time to um, do all that. But, dude, it's, I'm going to see Florida back to back like that. And I think they're both in different parts of Florida for both the fights. But uh, the first one is Daniel Villapondo. Don't know who it is. It's the guy who plays, I don't know, what is it, college football or seem to be really interested in football. I mean, that's all I know about him is just he played football. I don't know. I know, and I know he's the heavyweight. And I know he reminds me of a, a, a fat version of Jorge Masvidal. And really short, too. That's all I know about him. You know, but doesn't know a lot about me either. And no, none of these people know about me, so you know we like to keep it that way. Cause that, in a way, it's like the exciting part is you only you won't uh, know what to expect in a way. So I mean, first one's just gonna be Daniel. Once I walk through him, I'm gonna you know fight on the December third show, and um, opponent to be decided. Whoever Devin and whoever. The Shore Vision, Devin Shore Vision, and all the other people uh, at Rise decide who the first opponent will be for my December third and for the Rise uh, fighting debut. That's the best part about it. When you're, I think, when you're new and you don't have, a, you're not signed to an exclusive contract, you can go anywhere. You can be anywhere, wherever the opportunities are. But yeah, man. So it goes from November twelfth to. Uh, December 3rd so it'll be like a 19-day a uh, turnaround and you know this is crazy because if you look look at some of the fighters in the UFC and stuff you know like the Cerrone's of the world the um like you know the guys that want to fight you know every freaking weekend you know comes out talking about wanting to fight every freaking weekend or you know just there's there's guys that just want to fight 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 and to be honest looking at it like dude three weeks is like a a short notice bout after that so it'll be like a short notice bout after the november 12th and i don't know who that's going to be against either julio 
Torres, the guy that I, I mean, I would have been fighting against Julio Torres on um, November 12th, but he was injured. Didn't know why. His pussy probably was hurting or something, but then he has the audacity to uh, comment on one of my promotions for uh, my undefeated um, championship edition shirts that I'm going to be wearing to the the fight. And uh, he said something stupid about like the, oh, better be ready to defend that 1-0 and oh, or some stupid shit like that. I'm like, first off, weirdo, why are you commenting under my fucking post and shit, you fucking weird-ass motherfucker? That's some weird shit, huh? Like, someone just randomly popping up on your shit and just starts, like, commenting and commenting and stuff. Like, I already said it on my social medias, man. I'm done talking, man. I'm gonna let the, I mean, it's hard not to want to keep talking, but I'm going to let the fights do the talking, man. So you don't need no insecure weirdos trying to comment on something that has nothing to do with the fight. I'm like, dude, get, get the fuck off my page, fucking weird-ass motherfucker. Uh, that's why I don't check my, my messages or my mentions sometimes because sometimes it's full of ridiculous ass people like that, man. But whoever it is, regardless, December 3rd, I'm going to beat the shit out of them. I'm going to beat the shit out of this this short ass motherfucking uh, football player guy. I mean, I'm going to I'm going to show out. I'm going to beat the shit out of this guy, man. Hope you're listening too. And, and, you know, obviously in this game, dude, you're going to eat your words. You know, this is the craziest sport you know obviously the most uh you know dangerous sport obviously let alone this fight being at heavyweight heavyweight the biggest dude i'm in francis and Ganu's division francis is way more massive than me and i mean i'm look, looking at myself i'm not the biggest heavyweight my legs you know, obviously super i, I feel like those kind of accumulate to where the size is and um you know, obviously, like, what is it? I'd say, like, you know, just in general, like, my back, my shoulders, a lot of muscle, man. You know, I'm I'm not the biggest heavyweight, but, you know, I'm definitely not the one of the smallest, the complete smallest, you know. I, looking at some of these pictures, and by the way, guys, we just finished up earlier the official fight picks fight poses for this upcoming november 12th clash i mean look at these man. these are fantastic if only you guys could see these on the screen but alas we are not a live show and i actually try to find the youtube account that has all my subscribe has subscribers and all my streams and shit like that but i was unable to find the the fucking email man i spent hella long and i was just like eh, i'm good man i don't really don't need to look that up but um yeah, man. These are cool. I can't wait to... Uh, I really like the shirts. I can't wait to... Uh, what is it called? Rock them come fight night. Um, I still have to uh, get my shorts. Um, and if I have some sponsors and stuff like that. I mean, there's probably... There's a couple of them. I, can, I can't... I'm not going to name them currently. But um, I could probably get some... Get some... Something done and stuff. And, you know, a little bit more promotion and stuff like that. But... I've promoted a lot. I've talked a lot, but you know, I really don't want to talk. I'm not here to talk. I'm here to fight. Here to fight and stuff. And it's just been a long time coming. It's been something I've been waiting for. It's been something I've been waiting to do. I'm waiting to shine, and uh, you know, that will come. 
and uh, you know I'll be excited about it. Uh, obviously, like I said, and then I'm gonna return to Florida on December, and I'm gonna be two and zero to end the uh, crazy ass year of 2022. That'll be exciting. Um, but speaking of that, you know, we talked about Instagram earlier, ladies and gentlemen, follow us on Instagram. Uh, we have an Instagram, uh, Twitter as well. Um, both handles are the same at K W T K pod. Um, G the King underscore official, obviously, like I said, visit my link tree, click the link in my bio and it takes you to everything. But people are asking how they can watch you, uh, fight and, um, for the December third show, for the fights with Rise, um, there you go down, you scroll down to the third handle, a third link, and it takes you directly to the subscription page. So for the pay per views, for all the shows and stuff, and to watch all the live fights and go back and watch them for on the Rise app, um, you just click in here, and I think it's a uh, four ninety nine a month for a full subscription. Um, but I'm there should be like I think there's gonna be like a promo code or something like that because anyone ever anyone and everyone who wants to watch me fight, um, I'd almost not make you guys pay. But you know there's probably gonna be like some promo codes and stuff like that. But there you go. Uh, here, watch me fight live. Click the watch me fight live tab, and yeah, the monthly plan plans four ninety nine. Yearly is forty seven ninety, forty seven dollars and ninety cents um, for the whole year. RiseX, yep, it's a streaming platform. Uh, you can download the Rise um, Fighting uh, Championship app and Rise FC MMA or some shit like that. I think we're, we're, if you go into the App Store, pretty much you just type in, just type in Rise FC. It should pop up. And if not, just click the link in my bio. Like I said, Rise FC, there it is right there. Four out of five stars. Um, yeah, Alf, son of a fucking bitch, dude. I put my hand up to scratch my nose and I hit my hand on the fucking uh, dresser. Um, but yeah, and details to follow for the November 12th clash too because I haven't got the um, official like code. He said there'd be some code that people scan and shit like that to, to watch the pay-per-view because this one's going to be on the pay-per-view and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, man. Um... Tickets are on sale too for the December third showing too, so um, maybe I can give away some some tickets or some shit like that or sell them. Who knows? Um, but that's exciting. Like I said, it's been something that I wasn't expecting this year. Maybe the earlier next year, but hey, God has plans, and the time has come for people to um, realize greatness. Realize, I mean, it, I mean, it, it's not just it, it, not just anyone, man. It just I don't have anything to prove to anyone but myself, pretty much. So, I mean, it's exciting. It's it's motivating. Um, you know, I've prepared for this moment for so long, man, and it's just been a long time coming. Very excited, and I can't fucking wait. And on top of that, ladies and gentlemen. We got UFC 280 airing in a few hours or so. Abu Dhabi. Yeah, because it's Saturday. So this fight are in Abu Dhabi. 
Um, what time are the fights at? Let me see. Okay, so you see fight day. We are on the official website. Oliveira versus Makachev, man. It feels like I've been waiting for UFC 280 forever, man. Like four fight cards back when I knew or so, three fight cards back or some shit like that. Um, okay, so they literally have a timer right here. So it's four hours and 33 minutes. So it's Pacific time here. We're on, we're on Pacific time. So 726, 826, 926, 1026. So around 11-ish, 11, 11, yeah, like around 11-ish p.m. Uh, a.m. Pacific time, the fights will start. I mean, they got the prelims and stuff and then uh, all that. But let's take a look at this card from top to bottom. I'm only going to talk about the main card, but... You never know. There could be some sleepers on this card, on this card, for sure. In the main event, we got, uh, obviously, the former UFC lightweight champion, Charles Oliveira. He takes on Islam Makachev. This is a classic uh, fight. This is a really amazing fight, a highly anticipated fight. I mean, if you want to think about it, it's the modern-day version of Tony Ferguson versus Khabib Nurmagomedov. And for those who want to see Khabib fight still and we're longing and wishing that Khabib still would fight, we get a form of that in, in Islam Makachev. We get this version of Khabib in the form of Islam Makachev. I keep saying that, butchering his name. Islam, Islam, Islam Makachev, man. He's, he's great. Is his grappling as good as Khabib's? I mean, Khabib and everyone else seems to think He's the more improved version of Khabib. And I have to say, his hands are fucking good. His boxing, his knockout power. He slept T-Bow. Gleason T-Bow. Remember that fight? The one fight people thought was controversial for Khabib. Um, when he fought Gleason T-Bow. But then, you know, Islam freaking knocked him out. Um, pull up Islam's Wikipedia. I want to see this. Islam... Makachev. I just want to see who he's fought in the UFC. Who was his last fight? Oh, oh so he, he came off the win against Bobby Green. That was in February of this year. He won by TKO. And then before that, he submitted Dan Hooker. And then before that, Tiago Moises. So, I mean, Islam has just been winning, 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 winning since that uh, uh, 2015. The fight with Adriano Martins. Dude, that was fucking crazy. The fact that he lost to someone like that. No disrespect to Adriano Martins, but it just... People will see the one loss, and if you're a new fan or don't really know too much about the sport or haven't watched for that long when it comes to certain fighters and stuff, you would think like, wow, this guy lost to Adriano Martins. And if he hadn't lost, then he would be undefeated right now. Khabib retired undefeated. He essentially, you know, paved the way for a lot of people. I mean, he he's essentially the Mayweather of MMA. I mean, being undefeated, retiring undefeated, and coaching, and you know, having all these freaking badasses under the under his uh, wing and coaching all these fighters and you know being very successful with his coaching and stuff like that so this is a really interesting matchup because a lot of the things islam does he's really good his submissions are very well uh very excellent and um, submissions like i said are really good too um 
the big question in this fight for Charles and Islam is that a lot of people think that this fight will be going to the ground. Do I think this fight's going to go to the ground? I mean, I do. I just have some questions that need to be answered. I mean, I'm, I'm curious to know. I mean, because we all know that Charles is very dangerous. And we all know that he's very dangerous off his back. We all know he's dangerous with his submissions. We all know that he's dangerous on the feet as well. He can knock you out. He could submit you. He could TKO you. Knock out TKO. It still sounds weird saying TKO. But yeah, Charles is good. He's good everywhere now. I mean, you see that freaking massive mob that he has behind him, that the um, whole amount of team, that entire team, Charles Oliveira behind him, from um, them cutting weight to, you know, just who he surrounds himself with in general, man. I mean, Charles Oliveira has really come into his own. I mean, if you look at a lot of his fights, yeah, he's gotten tagged, he's gotten hurt, he's gotten, you know, uh, dropped. I mean, the Chandler fight, I mean, the, what is it, the, um, Mm, what what is it? Was it the most recent one? Um, which oh the Poirier fight he got hurt too. Um, the Gaethje fight he was hurt. I mean it's not good to get tagged and hurt every single fight and stuff. I mean you don't want to just be one of those people that think oh I'm I'm good my chin's good enough I can take it doesn't mean you have to though. So, I mean, Charles, he's good. He gets tagged. I mean, Islam doesn't have, like, that scary, like, knockout power. Like, holy shit, you got to watch the fuck out. He just lands a lot of beautiful combinations and stuff and, you know, can can essentially set up the knockout because of the combinations, because him just kind of catching him in the right spot. Islam is very smart and stuff. And I'm curious to know um, how... um, they would do on the ground. I mean, is Charles going to be comfortable on his back with someone like Islam? Because you look at like someone like Islam, you know, we can circle back to Khabib for a second. You know, Khabib is always doing something different on the ground. He's never letting you rest and he's never letting you get comfortable. He's never letting you um, and never lets you get comfortable at all to any point in time where you're able to even set up anything. He's just constant pressure, pressure, pressure. And I want to see how Charles's game fares against someone like Islam. I mean, Islam has to be careful as well because Charles has some really good submissions off his back. He has some really good submissions as well. I um, mean, if he's able to stop takedowns by all means, and that will prove, prove dividends for him. But a kind of person like Islam, I mean, the kind of coaches he has around him, it's going to be a certain point in time where... Charles will be taken down. I mean, it's not hard to take down Charles Oliveira from what we've seen. But it's just a matter of, is Islam going to hang out there on the floor? Or say he gets caught in a submission or something like that. And something gets really close. And, you know, something scary happens. You know what I mean? Like, oh, almost got caught in a triangle. So the next round, the next round, I'm going to be a little bit hesitant. I'm going to keep it on the feet. You never know. It's very interesting. I'm curious, man. Or if you want to just get all the critical thinking out for the main event of UFC 280, you just say that Islam is going to do what Khabib would have done, but better. Because there are some people that want to see Khabib versus Charles Oliveira as well. But 
I think Habib would beat the shit out of Charles Oliveira, especially when he's able to get a hold of him. I don't know what would be crazier, seeing Mayweather lose or Khabib. Could we do if we could do a poll right now? Which one do you guys think? Khabib losing would be crazier or Floyd Mayweather? Like by knockout or some shit like that. I mean, Khabib did get tagged by Michael Johnson and shit like that and and, and whatnot, but you know, he was able to withstand it, he was able to recover, and he still came back and won the fight anyway. So Khabib's amazing. I just wish that he had stayed around longer so we could see more of his fights and his development. But nevertheless, ladies and gentlemen, we are getting Islam versus Charles Oliveira. Um, interesting fight, like I said, in the lightweight division. But um, so who who would I pick or who am I going to pick? Because we're, we're, we're going to live pick on the show today. Um, do we have the Verdict app open here on the tablet? Because we're about to get... Oh, we don't have it on here, but um, I mean... If Charles can keep the fight standing um, and keep Islam off him, then it could be a more evenly matched fight. But grappling, wrestling, I'd say that Islam has the edge when it comes to like raw strength and and wrestling and you know uh, you know he can he has some submissions as well. But I mean Charles has been submitted too before. So it's not out of the realm of possibility of Charles being submitted. It just seems weird because he has such stellar submissions. Islam can win this fight by, you know, domination, you know, with wrestling. And or, you know, he can, you know, he can use obviously his, uh, you know, if he, if Islam won by knockout, that would be crazy. But... Islam, like I said, has the great the grappling advantage. He has the obviously the um has to have the strength advantage, dude. And having Khabib in your corner and being able to train with a guy like that, dude, absolutely intelligent, man. It, it's it's really really impressive to see what um what Khabib has been able to do since he's been retired and him coaching all his fellow fighters and brothers and stuff like that. And, um, it just felt it's really really impressive man he's done really good so i mean i could see charles Oliveira catching islam in in some sort of submission or something like that or threatening it and you know getting a little too dangerous for islam and i'm not saying that he can't do that but yeah it would seem weird because going back to what we were just saying like yeah islam wins say islam wins by like submission or some shit like that because we've seen charles Oliveira tap in the ufc so it's not out of the realm of possibility that that islam could win by submission because we've seen charles Oliveira tap who was it that tapped charles Oliveira? who who tapped charles Oliveira? why is my mind drawing a blank oh yeah because it's 6 37 a.m like I said, ladies and gentlemen, if you like our show, be sure to give us a five-star rating on Spotify. And like I said, if you like our show, um, subscribe uh, every week. Tune in. Listen to every single episode. Um, you can find all the latest and greatest episodes of our podcast and the most starting with the most recent ones. Just click the link 
in the podcast bio and it takes you directly to the page. Subscribe, like, share, rate, review. People want to ask where can they listen to the show. You can listen to it on Spotify. You can listen to it on iHeartRadio. You can listen to it on Apple Podcasts as well. Ladies and gentlemen, like I said, give me a follow on Instagram at GTheKing underscore official. And um, like I said, link tree click the link in my bio and you guys will have access to all my accounts and you can follow like and support everything all my accounts everything's all in one okay so i want to see who who's who tapped him because it was like it 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 slipped my mind here's a list of the losses that Charles Oliveira has received in the UFC since being in the UFC. So his first loss. Oh, it was Jim Miller. Jim fucking Miller, man. He, he won by a hill hook, didn't he? No, it was a knee bar. Jim Miller won by knee bar. And then um, Charles Oliveira returned and fought Nick Lentz. And that was overturned on no contest. Um, lost against Donald Cerrone in 2011. And then won his next two fights by submission. One was a guillotine calf slicer. And then he got knocked out. And he got slept by uh, Club Swanton. And then Frankie Edgar beat the shit out of him for three rounds. I remember that. And then um, he hurt his esophagus, I guess. He got really injured in the hallway fight, the interim. For the interim. Um, was it the interim? Hallway versus Oliveira? What the fuck? Am I stoned? When did Charles Oliver fight Max Holloway? 2015? Damn. Long ass time ago. And obviously, one of the biggest wins of Anthony Pettis' career was the win over Charles Oliveira by submission. So he had two wins before that. Um, or bef- after. Or no, he had two wins be- uh, after. Um, no, because he fought Max Holloway, he fought Miles Jury, then he lost to Pettis and Lamas back to back, and both of those were um, guillotine chokes. Then he wins uh, his return to lightweight against Will Brooks, and then lost to Paul Felder. So ever since 2017, that loss to Paul Felder, um, Charles Oliveira has not tasted defeat. I mean, he has wins over Poirier, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson, Kevin Lee. Absolutely amazing performances too, man. He's he's turning a fully fledged mixed martial artist. So I mean, fuck, man. I'm I'm gonna have to go with Islam Makachev becoming the uh, UFC lightweight champion, continuing the legacy of Khabib. And Charles Oliveira technically isn't the champion right now because he missed weight in his last fight, and he's ineligible to uh, be the champion. So this is for the vacant title, I believe. So. Um, we can't go without talking about the co-main event, too. Holy fuck, man. TJ Dillashaw return, taking on the champ, Aljamain Sterling. I mean, we kind of seen the uh, little back and forth that they've gone through. I mean, have you guys checked out the Embedded? The Embedded were pretty good. Um, interesting style fight, man. Really interesting style fight because we have not seen TJ fight in a couple of years or so. Like, he's, he's coming off of the... Uh, the suspension, isn't he? The 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 suspension. He was gone for two years. He comes back. He was injured for a little bit. He had the oh no no. We've seen a fight. He had the fight with uh, Sanhagen, right? Yeah, in July. It was earlier in July of last year. 
return to bantamweight. He should never have tried to drop the flyweight, dude. Oh my god, that was a loss that did not need to happen. That was for the his attempt to win a double champ status and win the flyweight title. Um, then he came back and returned and. <coughs> Twenty twenty one. This pen made me cough, man. <coughs> and then fought Corey Sanhagen, blew out his knee, and here we are now. He's fighting Aljamain Sterling for the title. Al Aljamain Sterling is one of those different kind of cats. He was different. His up his upbringing in the UFC was a lot different because he he started off. I mean. He had great wrestling. He already had the wrestling background coming into his UFC debut. But all those creative submissions and, you know, being so unorthodox on the feet, kind of tricky, kind of hard to figure out and stuff. But, you know, he slowly turned into being able to, you know, strike and, you know, land a lot of significant strikes on the feet. Like his his kickboxing, Algernon Sterling's kick, kickboxing has significantly improved over the years. So I really enjoy watching him fight, man. He's definitely, um, I think when he fought Pedro Munoz or something like that, um, that was one of the really impressive ones because the way he beat Pedro was very, um, stylistically was impressive because he was landing a lot. He was putting out a lot of significant strikes and landing a lot too. So, um, that was really cool. Um, I mean, but damn, yeah, TJ returning. I mean, you got the former two-time bantamweight champion taking on the the reigning defending current bantamweight champion. I mean, Aljamain Sterling's gotten hate for years. I mean, you know, for the longest time he was worried about the his his pay and you know going back and forth to the UFC. He, he talked some shit, talked something about like having to almost go work a job at Target or some shit like that on the side. And then uh, real estate, he did real estate and all that. And here he is, the Bantamweight champion of the world, has that controversial fight with Piotr Jan when Piotr Jan illegally need him and stuff like that. And it just, you know, dude, if you got caught with that kind of knee and hit with that knee, dude, I think anyone would be out. Like, he was clearly hurt by that knee. And I'm surprised that it wasn't concussed, man. So he rematches Piotr Jan. And it's a closer fight. And obviously a lot of people thought he won. And some people didn't think he won. It was a closer fight that time. And he, in a lot of people's eyes, signified and uh, unified why he is the champion. So this is a new challenge for Al Jermaine Sterling. I mean, TJ seems to be good in good training and good space and good health. And um, his movement, his footwork is unorthodox. You know, um, you know, as good as his footwork is, as good as his movement is, the way he's able to be in and out, the way he's able to cut angles. Will that work on Sterling? Sterling has some pop in his punches as well, man. So I wouldn't be surprised, man. TJ's got to watch, watch out, definitely. But, you know, it would be awesome to see TJ regain that belt and gain uh, th another title for the third time. 
three-time Bantamweight champion, that would be history in the fucking making. That would be absolutely crazy. So, um, stylistically, like I said, Sterling, great wrestler. TJ, great wrestler. Sterling, a little bit more creative with the submissions. You know, TJ has submissions, but it, does it really go there? No. It's mainly standing up, kickboxing, sparring, or, you know, you know. He he beat the shit out of John Lineker back at UFC 200. You guys remember that? He beat the shit out of him. He was on a mission too. But, um... Yeah, man. TJ has a chance to make history. Al Jermaine Sterling has a chance to continuously signify why he is a champion because if you don't respect Aljamain Sterling if he beats CJ Dillashaw in impressive fashion you guys better give him the respect that he deserves I mean there is a lot of people that do respect him now I've always respected him I always thought he was interesting I always listen to him on the interviews and stuff and he's very well spoken and, and whatnot and for the intelligent guy too so and on top of that he has a great coaching staff around him with you know Sarah Longo I mean Chris Weidman I mean Stephen Woodward Thompson you know Ray Longo, those are absolutely amazing coaches and stuff. So he he has a good amount of people around him. And at the end of the day, the fighters are the ones in the cage. And, you know, Sterling just has that it factor. You know, he's like the John Jones with Bantamweight. You know, obviously with a couple of losses, but, you know, he's so creative on the ground. His submissions are deadly on the ground. He's strong. He could probably tap a couple people from a couple weight classes above, man. And Sterling's quick, too. He's quick, and he has great combinations. And he puts out a lot of energy, a lot of output, but he makes up for it. You know what I mean? He makes up for it because he's so tricky. He's so unpredictable. Interesting to see if he can keep up with TJ's footwork. Interesting to see how TJ fares. I mean, it feels like I haven't watched TJ fight in forever. I mean, the fact that he blew his knee out in the Sanhagen fight means to tell me, like, what happens if they get in a grappling exchange or something like that. Is TJ fragile? Is he made of glass? Will he be able to hold up in this fight? I just don't want no catastrophic bullshit to happen, you know what I mean? But we got to look at all the possibilities. Submissions-wise, I give that advantage to Sterling. Um, striking, I'd almost put that fairly even. Wrestling, I think, is a little bit closer for both of them. TJ's wrestler, too, and he did, has used his wrestling, like we were saying earlier, to gain victories and stuff. But I don't know. Something about Jermaine Sterling just really, really pops. You know, he's very uh, determined. He's very motivated. You know, and he's a phenomenal champion. <sighs> Excuse me. Yeah, he's a f- very phenomenal. He's a phenomenal champion, and he deserves all the respect. So, um, fuck, that's a hard one to think about. TJ versus Aljamain Sterling. I'm going to go with Aljamain Sterling. I'm going to pick Aljamain Sterling by a finish. I think Aljamain Sterling can knock TJ Dillashaw out. I think he can uh, submit TJ Dillashaw. But it's not out of the realm of possibility that TJ, once again, could be 
the bearer of bad news for one Al Jermaine Sterling. You know, him being out, you know, rehabbing his knee, coming back and winning a world title would be Hall of Fame worthy for TJ if that had happened. You know what I mean? So you just don't know what's going to happen and stuff. And you got to be ready for anything that happens in this crazy ass sport. You know what I mean? But I'm going to go with TJ Dillashaw. And then in the main event, like I said, I'm going with Islam Makachev. Islam Makachev will win by decision. He will or either decision or submission or some shit. But either way, I'm just picking the winner. I'm picking Islam. I'm picking um, Islam. And then I'm picking Aljamain Sterling to win. And then also, ladies and gentlemen, we got another clash of bantamweight between the Sugar Show, Sean O'Malley returning to fight one Piotr Jan, a former UFC bantamweight champion, one of the craziest fights that did not expect. Crazy fight, wild ass fight, top contender fight for sure. It's not that I was like surprised, I'm just surprised that he took that fight out of all of them. Like, God damn, Sean is really serious because imagine a win over Piotr Jan later on today significantly going to be a positive impact for him if Sean can get that done. But that's a tall task. I mean, Piotr Jan is vicious. Piotr Jan has, you know, knockout power clearly in his strikes. I mean, he's obviously way shorter, and O'Malley can obviously land a lot of strikes on the outside because he has a significant height and reach advantage. But Piotr has power. And, oof, every time he throws those leg kicks, man, every time he just throws anything, it looks devastating. And, you know, his wins and his finishes and who he's fought and the way he's looked, Piotr Jan's a fucking savage. A fucking savage. So, I mean, I think in a lot of ways he runs through O'Malley. But you never know what can happen, man. A lot of people are underestimating O'Malley. Um, I'm not underestimating O'Malley, but... It's either going to go one way or the other. And I have two scenarios in my head for how these fights can go, a few of them and stuff. And I'm not too far off with my predictions, I feel like, when it comes to either, 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 um, I mean, Piotr can land a lot of those nasty kicks, too. I mean, how is O'Malley's calf doing? How is his feet? Can he take a lot of leg kicks? Can he land a lot of significant strikes without getting blasted by Piotr Jan? I mean, Piotr Jan's pretty vicious, man. Did anyone try to take Sugar Show down? I haven't remembered. I mean, Piotr Jan's very vicious. He's devastating on the feet. But if you wanted to utilize some wrestling and some grappling against the Sugar Show, if we haven't seen Sean in those kinds of positions or, you know, kind of face adversity other than, like, the Cheeto Vera fight and stuff like that, then, you know, I'm down. Interesting fight. Oof. I can't tell you who wins this one. Oh, my goodness. Let's think about it. Um, we got to cut to commercial, quick commercial break because we're about to hit the hour mark, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to cut to commercial break, and we'll be right back after these messages. And uh, we are back. I low-key just feel like a fucking hater right now. It's not that, like, I don't think Sean can beat Peter Yan, but, dude... Peter Jan is fucking vicious, dude. You see the train videos? Very few fighters give me goosebumps when I see them hit pads, man. But when Peter Jan hits and fucking kicks, 
dude, fucking crazy, fucking vicious, man. Especially if he's able to attack that freaking lead leg of Sugar Show. I mean, Sugar Show can check the kicks and stuff. I mean, obviously, but, you know, if I could see one thing to utilize, to do, it would be to utilize those leg kicks. Because we've seen it happen a lot of times. Sean barely made it through that fight with, what is it, Andre Sukumtat or some shit like that. But, you know, then again, Sean looked really good against Pedro Munoz. He landed a lot of good strikes. Pedro's a lot shorter, too. And if Sean is as good as he says and as good as he's proven so far, other than the little blemish to Chito Vera, was kind of a weird, odd one in a way. I guess you could say he's still undefeated because we have never really seen, we haven't seen anyone really, you know, knock him out or submit him or anything like that. But, you know, we have yet to see that. And I'm not being a hater. I, don't, I, I really, I'm going to be happy for him if he wins. I just think Peter Yan is so good. He's really good. I'm really, I'm curious, man. I'm really curious to see. Because if Sean beats Peter Yan, that's a feather in the cap for, uh, for Sugar Sean O'Malley. And another question on top of that, um, I'm going to give my opinion on this question. Does Sean get a title shot with the win? Depends on how he looks. If he dominates Peter Yan and just beats the shit out of him for three rounds and you know, just lands hellish, lands like the most significant strikes or, you know, looks impressive and stuff, give him a title shot. If, he, if Even if he doesn't knock him out, if he beats Peter Yan, no one else is really beating Peter Yan other than Jermaine Sterling. But, dude, that's a significant jump up for Sugar Show. But if he shows out and, and looks impressive, by all means, give him the title shot. He deserves it for sure. For sure, for sure. Very excellent, man. I mean, I'm I'm excited, man. I mean, interesting uh, little shove at the weigh-ins yesterday by uh, Peter Yan, which is pretty funny. Um, those fights start at, um, at 11, I think. Yeah, the fights start at 11 today, so 11 a.m. Normally, I'd be sleeping, but, uh, dude, it's already 7 a.m., but... Um, yeah, we went pretty much live for an hour or so, but I don't feel like I'm done yet. Dude, it, it, like I said, every time we get on the show, it feels like an eternity has passed by. So much fucking shit's gone by. So many different fucking things, dude. The fight scheduling was crazy. The, um, you know, just having to structure everything and, you know, get those specific time, you know, obviously, you know, getting the timing down for uh, when I'm going to be flying out and just fights and negotiations and different things like that, man. Um, not that I, like, say I'm just going to, like, sit around and just wait for the fight days and stuff. Like, I'm going to still enjoy the every day and stuff. And I was dreading it for a while. I was just freaking waiting. I was like, dude, I want to fight so bad. It seems like it's forever away. And here we are less than three weeks away from the November 12th clash. So it's exciting. And like I said, guys, um, Instagram, my Twitter, everywhere has, uh, you know, for, to my knowledge, has the new link tree. We have the new link tree. Um, it's links to everything. All my social media accounts, you can click on every individual one and follow and like and subscribe, especially the show. This show, obviously, like I said, is available 
You can subscribe to our podcast through Linktree as well. And you can subscribe to our podcast directly through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other major podcast providers. We fight on November 12th. We will be back way before November 12th, before that, excuse me, too. Because I'm going to go, and I think I'm going to arrive like two or three days earlier before November 12th and stuff. But, um... But other than that, you know, I'm excited. And I've never been to Florida. That's been on my bucket list, too. So either before or after the fight, I'm going to go to the fucking beach and enjoy the fuck out of myself. Especially after I win. After I knock this football guy out. Fake Masvidal. Masvidal from Wish. We got anything else left here on this show? Um... Oh, wait, 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 no, no, we, we haven't finished the fights, right? No, I mean, so pretty much, man, I think I'm going to go with Peter Jan. So the top three fights, um, starting off with Islam Makachev defeating Charles Oliveira. Um, Komain, I'm going to pick Aljamain Sterling to beat TJ Dillashaw. And then Peter Yan to beat Sean O'Malley. Who else is on this card before we get out of here, ladies and gentlemen? And I promise I won't be gone for this long again. It's been like two weeks or so. It feels like fucking forever. It's forever in, a, in the podcast world. But Neil Darius returns against Matsu Gamarad. Caitlin Chukagalava. Caitlin Chokanakakagagan. Her name is Caitlin Chokakagagan. Choke on Cockhagen. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but anyway, those will be great fights later on today. I'm going to watch as many as I possibly can. I'm probably going to watch them all. Just um, be a little busy. I, mean, I have a I think work later. Dude, you ever have to work with someone that's fucking awkward as fuck, dude? I, I want to say something so bad, but I can't. Man. It's just so fucking weird, man. Some people are weird, man. Their judgments and shit are hella weird. Like, some motherfucker, like, they think, like, like, dudes that think you want their girls, dude, are like, dude, fuck off. I don't want your ran through, bitch. I don't want your ran through fucking female. Let alone someone that's whole, whole ass married and stuff. That's fucking weird. Insecure people do that. <laughs> fucking weird ass people I have to deal with that shit, you know? Like I said, don't ever date no one at work or nothing. Not that I do. I never really had, man. I fucked a couple girls at work and stuff, but not like from work and stuff, but nothing, nothing like, you know, too exclusive or anything like that. But, um, all right, that wraps up the UFC 280 talk. That wraps up my fight talk. Like I said, download the Rise app, download the Rise X app. And right now, if you guarantee, guarantee, guarantee you want to see the fight, and if there isn't like a promo code or something, download the, the Rise app and subscribe. Four ninety nine a month, and I believe I don't know if I'm gonna get in trouble for saying this, but um, I'll provide people with, you know, like five people with a, a code or something. The rest are gonna have to buy it. Like you know, I'm gonna have my accounts so set up, um, so people can stream the fights and 
you know, watch the fights on your tablet. You can watch the fights on your computer. You can watch the fights on your fucking, on your iPhone. You know, that rat wraps up that. Um, UFC 2 at 81, that comes up in, uh, November. oh, that's November 12th as well, so... November 12th, <laughs> UFC, I'm going to probably watch the UFC, uh, UFC is going to be going on the same time that, uh, my first fight will be going on, dude, I'm fighting around the same time that Adesanya is taking on, um, Alex Pajeda, man, like I said, I'm excited, man, I've been waiting for a long time, I'm, I'm excited to showcase my skills, I'm excited to showcase in front of the fans in Florida, I'm, I'm excited to put my skills and showcase my skills, you know, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be able to show the world what I've been waiting to do for the longest fucking time, man, excited, beyond excited, gonna promote the fuck out of it, and gonna keep on going, baby, because it's fucking exciting, man, I can't wait, November 12th, and then we make the 20, uh, 19 day turnaround, I think it's 19 or 23, I think it's 23 day turnaround, and then I return on November 3rd for the rise X year end show December 3rd so that will be cool too so um those dates coming up um like I said the brand new podcast t-shirts the undefeated uh champions edition both red and yellow did arrive both are very badass my whole entire luggage is gonna be kicking with the king gear and my fight stuff and like shorts and shit like that but um ladies and gentlemen that is our show Fuck, dude. Let's take a hit before we get out of here because, dude, we haven't been back for a long time. But, ladies and gentlemen, guess what? We are going to return on Monday. Okay, no more. Um, we aren't gonna have a vacation. Okay, we're not. Do, we're not doing that. I return on Monday. What the fuck's today? Twenty second, right? I always lose track of the fucking days. Wait, is it the 22nd or the 20th? Oh, it's the 22nd. What the fuck? No, that's November 22nd. I was like, dude, it's not a Tuesday. I was like, I work at, I work on fucking Tuesday. It's October 22nd. Yep. So we'll be back on the 24th, ladies and gentlemen. Monday, the 24th. Not only are we going to be back, we're going to be on episode 430 of the fucking shows. We're, this is episode 429, and obviously we just we just arrived, we just came back. We're about to be on episode 430, ladies and gentlemen. So tune in for that. Um, you can stream our entire library of podcasts that we have done. All the kicking with the kings, every single thing is available. All our latest shows and all the latest news and stuff like that is on my Instagram. You guys know where to find it. Inst no, not Instabio, Linktree. I was using Instabio for a while, but Linktree, 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 ladies and gentlemen. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, we're out of here. Like I said, I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Sorry about the delay, man. If I could tell you everything that went on, man, and just a message to keep on fucking fighting, no matter what the fuck it is you're doing. And 
all my adversities, everything that I go through, everything that I've gone through in my life, everything that I've overcame, everything that was meant to destroy me, everything that I've conquered and, and overcame is exactly the reason why I'm going to win this fight because I dedicated myself to the sport. And this sport has been what saved me. The sport has been what has kept me sane all these years and, and motivated and, and learning from what I've been able to learn from all these aspiring champions and, and the world champions and all the f best fighters in, in the world and all that. So uh, without further ado, you guys rocking with my new intro song that you like the new intro song it's fucking badass turn on a bluetooth speaker or bass speaker that shit's fucking pumping bro so stream 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 available everywhere spotify apple Podcasts, iheart radio i don't really use iheart radio too much personally but i use spotify Fuck yeah, baby. Spotify gets it first. I believe the Apple Podcast and then iHeartRadio somewhere in the last. But I think all of them. It just depends on, you know, when their server gets it or whatever. And Twitter, give me my original Instagram or my original fucking Twitter account back. They said that they couldn't fulfill my request because they didn't have proof that this account belonged to me. It was a real G the King. And I have now have the account that I always tell at the beginning of the, each episode, Real G the King underscore, it's the backup one, but I have hella other followers on my other accounts and hella motherfuckers that would love to see my fights or hear about it or, you know, all the all my fucking followers, man. I earned all those fucking followers, you know what I mean? But anyways, guys, like I said, back on Monday um, to recap UFC 280 and all that and, you know, good luck to the fighters tonight and all that and we'll be back and, you know, maybe some more historical things will happen from from Saturday all the way until Monday, ladies and gentlemen. But without further ado, like I said, back in your life on motherfucking Monday. We're out of this bitch. Bye, folks.
that I pull out from the scene real fast Long as I wake up in the morning, I'ma get a bag It's time to ride, pick a squad, I'm chasing the bag I promise to God, this for the homies, but that on my life Jump, jump, head to the sky It's time to ride, my homies that be grinding all the time This for my homies that be grinding all the time Party, party, let's get lit